Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media. We are Nashville's On Demand Sports Talk Network, going live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time uh, on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. You can find the links to our show on our Twitter feed and also our Instagram story. Hit us up there at A to Z Sports. Don't forget TikTok. We'll have Oh, great content as well throughout Titans training camp. Uh, but we got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out you guys. With Wilson County Hyundai, make them a part of your car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon or simply at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Plus, Farm Bureau Health Plans get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. That's better coverage, better rates, better service. Learn more about a health plan for you, fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. So uh, we are here to talk about Madden ratings. And I don't know, uh, I have not played Madden in quite some time. But the brand that Madden has and the weight that it carries with fans and with the NFL players when every year their ratings come out is a talking point because players care what their Madden ratings are and, and fans care what their favorite player and their team's players ratings are. And so we've had a lot of conversation about the Titans wide receiver group as a whole losing AJ Brown on draft night as he was traded away to the Philadelphia Eagles, but they did trade for Robert Woods in March. So we thought at one point the Titans would have AJ Brown and Robert Woods in this wide receiver group, plus whatever rookie they go with. So, Zach, what's your current feel on the Titans wide receiver group as a whole with Robert Woods, where he's at off his ACL with Traylon Burks? And you can just kind of go, you know, you know, short elevator pitch feeling on the Titans wide receiver group before I tell you these mad ratings. Subpar. I mean, that, that that's what I feel. If you ranked all of the wide receiver groups or wide receiver cores uh throughout the course of you know the NFL and you look to the Tennessee Titans you don't know anything about Traylon Burks but you know that's okay but a lot of teams that drafted their rookies are not asking as much as the Titans I feel like are asking of Traylon Burks to fill the shoes of AJ Brown because of that trade and then Robert Woods I believe you know, you have to figure out how much of his numbers have been inflated by the Rams offense. He's also coming off of an ACL. I think Robert Woods is well-respected across the league. I think he runs good routes. I think he's reliable. But can he step up into a bigger role? I mean, we've seen at times guys just aren't that dude, right? They're better as a true number two. And if Traylon Burks is not a true number one, you know, the same thing happened with Corey Davis and A.J. Brown. They drafted Corey Davis to be a true number one. He was the fifth overall pick in the NFL draft, and he ended up being a number two mm-hmm. because A.J. Brown in the second round, who was picked to be a number two, ended up being a number one. So you really just don't know until you play the game. I think the offense can be stable with Derrick Henry. I think Austin Hooper provides good support that – Ryan Tannehill did not have last year. He, and he didn't have, he hasn't had good tight end support in some years because of injury and the John New situation of, of having to block a little bit more because of Luan's ACL years ago. So I, I think 
I mean, looking at it on paper, it's subpar. Yeah, now Honky Tonk on YouTube <clears throat> says collectively this receiving group, including tight ends, will have more yardage and touchdowns than last year. Ten Hill will also have a better year. Now, I, I think I overall agree with that because last year it's not like it's kind of apples and oranges because last year everybody was hurt. There was such a rotational door at wide receiver, at running back, at offensive line. <clears throat> really, the tight ends were the healthiest position uh, on the offense until Michael Pruitt very gorily broke his leg uh, later in the season. And so, yeah, I do think that's interesting. So, yeah, Jarrell, we are talking about the Madden ratings because I was kind of taken aback yesterday when I saw this. So my sports update put out the top 10 wide receiver Madden ratings in the new uh, Madden 23 game. And those are pretty, you know, those are your regular guys. Like Devontae Adams is 99, Cooper Cup a 98, Tyreek Hill is a 97. Then you've got guys like DeAndre Hopkins, Stephon Diggs, Justin Jefferson, Mike Evans, Terry McLaurin, Keenan Allen, and Amari Cooper that are all 90 to 96, right? And then he threw out more uh, of wide receivers and their ratings. And I was actually shocked to see, Zach, this is you for the first time seeing this, Robert Woods, 86 overall, A.J. Brown, 87 overall. So I would have thought AJ would have been a lot higher than an 87. I also understand he's coming off as the injury year and Robert Woods coming off an injury year as well in 86. I thought there would be a much bigger difference between these two wide receivers than just one overall rating. So now that you've seen this for the first time, Zach, what's your initial takeaway from AJ 87, Robert Woods 86, just separated by one spot? Uh, that didn't make any sense. <laughs> that, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, that's wrong. That's incorrect. Um, that That's my reaction. Uh, Robert Woods is not that high, and A.J. Brown is not that low. A.J. Brown should be a 90. Uh, he, not, he doesn't need to be a 99 or 95, but his ass needs to be a 90. I mean, did they not watch some of the games that he played in? Did they not watch the playoff game? He had a buck 40 plus. He was the single handed. He was the guy who single handedly has won a couple of games last year for the Tennessee Titans. And he put them in prime position. You know, Derrick Henry was not running the ball very well in that playoff game, that home divisional round that they had earned the number one seed. AJ Brown had to turn it on. And you're going to give him an 87. So I think that's wrong. But look, I've always criticized these Madden guys. They're either from Orlando or Canada or they're from Orlando or Ontario they're from Canada they don't watch they don't know American football they don't watch all these games I don't I don't know if they're stuck in the CFL trying to throw touchdowns for you know 20 yard end zones I don't know but I've always criticized these Madden ratings they just don't make a lot of sense the best thing that they did was giving them an opportunity to change right to to rectify their wrongs by the updates everybody updates every week so now you know when justin jefferson has a great game he now vaults up to closer to be you know 97 and they also anoint new 99s throughout the course of the season when earned but this is dead ass wrong so i, I don't know if they're mm. sipping that maple syrup a little too strong up there in canada but these madden ratings 
uh-uh, that doesn't make any sense that A.J. Brown is not a 90. And that sure as hell doesn't make, a, make sense that Robert Woods is only one rating away from A.J. Brown. Yeah, so uh, again, Jarrell says 87 was his, was his last year's rating too. He didn't boost his play, so that's decent for him. I mean, so you've got that, right, that A.J. got hurt a lot last year. He only went over 50 yards in a game five times, six if you include the playoff game, which is important, right? But again, lack of production overall last year and sporadic production uh, is also, and Jeff says he's hurt. Uh, More comments. Jeff says 87 is for his injuries and his drops because he did drop several key passes last year throughout the season. Um, Xavier says AJ's in 85. They were being nice with an 87. So I I think an 87 is low for A.J. Brown. Robert Woods, if you look at it, Robert Woods has been around for a while. And his last, if you understand what last season was, he was on his way for a 1,000-yard year uh, in with the Rams last season before he tore his ACL. And he only played nine games, and he had over 500 yards. So he had three... Uh, or, or he, excuse me, he had two of three seasons with the Rams over 1,000 yards, and that's even with Jared Goff. So I think the 86 for Robert Woods is totally fine. But again, like I think that shows me that the Titans are getting somebody that Madden respects coming off of an ACL injury with a new team. It makes me feel, I kind of was taken aback that Robert Woods was as high as he was at this point. Well, I'll ask you why. It's also an algorithm. So if you have Robert Woods, you know, the Titans have to be rated a certain number. But if their players don't add up to that, the team rating will not make sense. If they have Robert Woods as a 75 and rookie Traylon Burks as a 72 or whatever, their rating is going to drop. You can have Derrick Henry as a 97. I, that's probably right. But Ryan Tannehill is not a 90 quarterback, right? Right. He's probably a low 80s quarterback. So you're sitting there, and now your offense is atrocious based on the numbers, and you can't get to a roundabout team rating correctly. I think that's what the people in Ontario are struggling with, and I think this is a sign of it. That's why it doesn't make any sense. These are incorrect. Your team roster has to add up to your team rating. And if Robert Woods is low, where else are you going to find ratings? Okay, fair. Uh, So Eric says new teams. Do we think uh, both these guys being on new teams? Because Jarrell, who uh, said that uh, AJ was also an 87 last year, he says Woods was also an 86 last year. He thinks Madden's going to give these guys a season before they move them. Maybe the new teams, the injuries with both, uh, maybe that kind of has Madden saying, we're going to stay in pat before we drop them or raise them one way or the other. But that makes no sense because you had 86 for Robert Woods last year with Matthew Stafford projected to be the quarterback and an offense run by Sean McVay that throws the ball over the yard. He then gets traded to a running football team that doesn't necessarily utilize wide receivers. And I, I, 2020 happened. I'm not going to sit there and deny that, but I just that doesn't make any sense that he could go up and go to a lesser offense that throws the ball less. 
Okay, so I want to ask you, Zach. Does that make sense? No, I, I get that. I'm, I'm sure. I think I'm spitting so much damn knowledge this morning. It's not even funny about these Madden ratings. Yeah. All right. So uh, somebody just asked, where is DK Metcalf? DK Metcalf is an 89. I think the biggest uh, joke of all is Jamar Chase is an 87. But we also understand how Madden does it with longevity. And it takes time to climb from a rookie rating up to a second year to a third to where you're up there in the 90s. So uh, since you are, th- since you do think you're spitting knowledge on this, Zach, I want to know what you think AJ Brown and Robert Woods should be with their Madden ratings. Because right now, AJ's an 87, Robert Woods is an 86. So I want to know what you think they should be rated with Madden. But real quick, let me tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt in life, nowhere to go to get right. Don't fumble in your recovery. Get right. I went to the Bone and Joint Institute when I started having foot pain, thought I had plantar fasciitis, went there, saw Dr. Jeff Watson, the foot and ankle specialist. It is plantar fasciitis, and he's helped me fix it and helped me get back on the track of healing and getting and managing my plantar fasciitis because I went and saw him, and he gave me a lot of different pointers and tips on how to deal with it and help it get better. Boneandjointtn.org is where to go. Yeah, and backward shout out to Zuckerberg who didn't send the Facebook notification to all of our 70,000 Facebook fans. I know, right? But at it Zuckerberg. still is not out there. We're almost 20 minutes into the damn show and it's still not out there. Right. So uh, <clears throat> that's not our fault. That's Facebook's fault. So we do uh, appreciate people piling in now. We also appreciate BetMGM. You could download the sports book on your Apple or Android store and MLB All-Star Game, risk-free offer. Place a $25 wager on the Major League Baseball All-Star Game. If your bet loses, you get it back in free bets. So BetMGM starting to hook our users up. Use that promo code ATOZ Sports. That's ATOZ Sports when you sign up. But special MLB All-Star risk-free offer, $25 wager on the All-Star Game, Major League Baseball's. If you lose your bet, you get it back in free bets. You cannot beat that. That's good insurance. Download the app today. All right. So, Zach, we've got right now these white uh, Madden ratings. We've got uh, Robert Woods as an 86 and A.J. Brown as an 87 overall. I want to know what you think these two receivers should be rated in Madden 23. It's simple. 83 and 90. Robert Woods should be an 83 and A.J. Brown should be a 90. If you told me that was the ratings, that would make a lot of sense. There's probably a seven-point differential. Robert Woods should go down because of his ACL and age and and change of offense. And A.J. Brown should go up because, look, A.J. Brown, with what he's accomplished over his career, his youth, and, I think, chip on his shoulder. A.J. Brown does everything when I think his back is against the wall. I feel like he shows up and he's proven that. So 90, and he's a 90 wide receiver. Uh, that makes sense. He catches touchdowns. He is dynamic. I mean, he's cerebral. All of these different characteristics and attributes that he has. He's physical. He can bolt through corners. I mean, you remember that that Ravens game? Third and seven, get me in the end zone. He got in the end zone. Those type of plays you see from A.J. Brown. And I just think that Robert Woods is an 83 wide receiver. I think he's a number two wide receiver that that is kind of the perfect number for him. I, I don't have a problem with Woods being 86. I, I think Robert Woods in 86 is fine because 
Zach, you, what were the three things that you said Robert Woods uh, should go down because of? You said age, ACL injury, and new offense. Well, I mean, A.J. Brown's got injuries and a new offense. Sure, he's young. Look, I, I don't disagree that A.J. should be a higher than an 87, but the, a lot of the things you said to prop up A.J. and to drop down Robert Woods, you can say the same thing about A.J. Brown. No, you can't. Wrong. The Rams offense and the Titans offense are three-point differential. Well, you know there who, you go. That, that, that proves my point. That Do you know who ran the football the most in the entire NFL last season? The Philadelphia Eagles. They ran the ball more than every other team in the NFL last season. And so you're going from a run-first football team in the Titans to a even more run-first football team in the Eagles. Well, yeah, because they didn't tr- they didn't tr- uh they didn't trust their uh first round wide going, receiver from a couple of years ago. That Rager. Is is uh Ryan Tannehill better than Jalen Hurts as an NFL quarterback? I would say uh yes, 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 yes. but even I, I but I, I don't think that the separation is that huge. Well, I, I, I think Ryan Tannehill is a much better, more polished, uh, more accurate, more pro, more poised quarterback than Jalen Hurts. He wasn't very poised in the playoff game. Okay. Neither again, of them were. Uh, I, yeah, th- yes. But Ryan Tannehill, I mean, you, you I said had yes. to. I said yes. I know. You had to really, I had to pull it out of you, it felt like. But, so yeah, again. because, Ryan, look, Ryan Tannehill had every opportunity with all of his players to make dynamic plays, and he threw three picks in the biggest game of his life. In his that, life. My, my point is, you talk about all the downgrades that Robert Woods has gone to from the Super Bowl champ Rams to the Titans. A.J. Brown has also downgraded in the same areas, going from the Titans to the Eagles. I mean, right, that's just AJ Brown. His career is trending up. It's not trending, maybe leveled off. Robert Woods. We're trying to figure out where he's going to go. He go, went to a lesser offense that throws the ball less times per game. He's going to get less targets. That's just the facts. And it's he's coming off of an ACL. And you yourself, I mean, you have been the preacher of we got to figure out what he can do in the first four games. You yeah, have been I, the. And- I mean, I mean, you've been a preacher of the damn choir. I mean, you, and, that has been what you've been saying, and now all of a sudden you're you're kind of coming back on that. No, it's because I I saw Robert Woods in May and June look way ahead of schedule. <clears throat> like he's out there you can doing get to an eighty six by middle of the season, but no, before I, I think... the season, this doesn't make it. This right here makes no sense. I think it's because of the team rating. Because if you put Robert Woods down any further, Traylon Burks is some somewhere in the 70s. Austin Hooper is probably early 80s. Your offense blows. You, right, you, so, you literally, your no, overall offense is probably down to like a 70-something. Again, I think, I think Madden ratings should be about a player's skill set and talent, not about their specific production within an offense. Just because... One guy plays for uh, the Falcons and catches 75 passes because the Falcons suck and have to throw it more. He should not be rated or have his ratings boosted just because he has volume production if his skill set does not match up. I think A.J. Brown's skill set of a wide receiver being this young, strong, explosive uh, with the ability to catch uh, contested balls, score touchdowns, yak, all that kind of stuff should boost him above an 87. 
I think Robert What's his Woods, rating? An, an 87. Boost him above an 87. What is it? You you haven't said your rating. I, I'm not done talking yet. I, I mean, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. I think Robert Woods' skill set is less explosive, more smooth, more savvy. So it's not an athletic talent-based skill set that Robert Woods plays with, although he is a very talented guy. But he's just not the physical specimen that A.J. Brown is. And so I think he should be... Oh, he's, there should be more separation between AJ and Robert Woods. I think AJ Brown, because of his injury situation, should be around an 89. I think AJ in an 89 and Robert Woods can be at an 85 until he comes back from his, his uh, ACL. I think separating them by moving them, moving AJ up a couple spots and Woods down one is totally fine. But I was surprised that they were separated by just one. Here's the difference. Robert Woods is the number two wide receiver. A.J. Brown is a number one wide receiver. That doesn't matter. That should carry like, weight. <clears throat> does that not carry weight in your mind? It does, but it's still... That also has something to do with, like, the offense. Like, Robert no, Woods... That, that has something to do with the player. You know who the best wide receiver is on each team to ba basically say, that's wide receiver yeah, one. So right, Mike you know, Evans, right, here's, here's a good example. Mike Evans is wide receiver one. Chris Godwin is wide receiver two. That also, Mike again, Evans is you, better than define, Chris Godwin. Zach, define from a football term what wide receiver one is. I'm, that's the, we're not talking about that's that. What that talk, that's what that means, Zach. I, I, I understand what wide receiver one, wide receiver two. I understand slot. I They're understand different positions. positions. I've been covering football for I, I know, longer than you have. My, I understand. I understand. I'm saying... For Madden ratings, the perception of fans of the best wide receiver on your team is usually considered wide receiver one, right? Correct? Yeah. So that is my premise. A.J. Brown is that. Traylon Burks was drafted to be that. Yes. I don't know if he's going to be. He no could be. He could be better than A.J. Brown, for all we know. We have no idea. Robert Woods is a true wide receiver number two. I think it is highly doubtful that he becomes, and honestly, the Titans don't want this. You don't want Robert Woods to be your best wide receiver. You want Robert Woods to be your second best wide receiver, correct? Ideally, yeah. So but that, I think, is the big premise of this conversation. So if you knock all of the things that we've talked about, the separation is about 90 to 84. It's about six notches. And A.J. Brown should be a 90. The guy, I mean, I think he's earned that right. The rating that he has is wrong. And I just think that, again, I think it, it goes to algorithm of why they rated Robert Woods and kept him as high as they did. I just, you know, the... Canadian the, algorithm. Yeah, okay. All right, so here, here's the actual, <clears throat> here's the actual question I want to ask you guys. Uh, to get the chat more involved. Do these mad ratings impact your confidence level about Robert Woods as the Titans' top receiver right now whatsoever? Do these Madden ratings at Robert Woods being an 86, one spot behind A.J. Brown, does it make you feel any better whatsoever? Uh, but first, Zach, tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, FBHP.com is where you need to go to get your new health plan. I changed my health plan at the beginning of this year, and man, was I glad that I did. Better coverage, better rates, better service. And I'll tell you a scenario that I recently went through. Again, I'm, I'm 
unfortunately going through these scenarios, but that's how life is. I have Farm Bureau health plans. When I was, uh, I was had a college buddies trip in St. Louis over the weekend, I got into a car accident with Lyft. Well, that's not my fault. It actually wasn't the Lyft driver's fault. It was somebody else on the road's fault. You know, I had to go to urgent care uh, because I had whiplash. You know, I had to have insurance to go to urgent care to get the care that I need. I talked to Farm Bureau Health Plans yesterday, and they assured me this is going to be an easy road where it's going to be the the liability is going to be placed on the person who whose insurance that actually rear-ended us. So that made me feel at ease. I wanted to make sure that I understood the process. I jumped on the phone with Farm Bureau Health Plans yesterday, and they talked me through it. I gave them the claim number that Lyft gave me, and man, now I feel comfortable. Com- comfortable and confident. And you don't usually get to feel that after a car accident. So another way that Farm Bureau Health Plans has helped me in my situation, better coverage, better rates, better service. That's fbhp.com slash ATOZ. Man, Farm Bureau Health Plans just keeps stacking wins with you. That's I know. I, you, you don't, you don't, your health plan should kind of be setting and resting a yes, little bit more yes, often. Yeah, but, but yeah, good thing you switched because you've had to use it. <laughs> All right. Don't forget, download the BetMGM app and you can use the code ATOZ Sports to get a risk free bet up to 1000 bucks. But hey, also this if you're an existing user, look, the Major League Baseball All Star game is going on. All you got to do is put a a $25 wager on anything MLB all-star game and it's risk-free. So if you win it, awesome. If you lose it, you get that 25 bucks back in free bet. So it's an option to jump in, make that a uh, good, put a little action there on the MLB all-star game with the bet MG map. Again, it's $25 risk-free bet. What you got for the, what you got for this? No, no, keep going. Okay. But so $25 risk-free bet on the MLB all-star game. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions, 21 or older, Tennessee only. All promotions subject to qualification to eligible requirements. Wars issue is now eligible for free with credit for rents expire in seven days from insurance. For public game support, call Tennessee Redline 800 889 9789. Let me destroy this punk saying Zachary Gene. I, I, I just have to destroy you. You said, bruh, went for whiplash. LOL. Now, Zachary, you're sitting there on your your Facebook profile, uh, grooming your hair. I I don't know what you're doing when you're on the interstate and you're at a standstill and somebody rear ends you at over 45 miles an hour on the back left side of the car in which you're in the back left passenger seat, you have your seatbelt on. You sit there and says, bro went for whiplash. Dude, don't karma yourself, man. I'm just telling you. Don't karma yourself. Respect yourself, Zachary Jean, or I'll put you in a box. So, you know, respect others or karma's going to come around and get your ass, Zachary Jean. I would think uh, neck injuries are fairly serious. <laughs> what a just, yeah, what an idiot. Uh, all right, so back to the uh, regular schedule program. So we've talked about this throughout the morning. We've got the Madden ratings uh, for Robert Woods, new Titans wide receiver at an 86, and A.J. Brown, new Eagles wide receiver at an 87. Do these Madden ratings impact your confidence level about Robert Woods as the Titans' top wideout right now whatsoever? So does this make you feel any better knowing that Robert Woods, at least in the eyes of the Madden ratings, is an 86, just one spot behind A.J. Brown, who you lost on draft night via trade? Uh, Zach, what's the chat saying besides uh, bashing, uh, you know, Zachary there? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Um, 
so you know ken says no nav says no absolutely not nope from titans no from Derek. zero at all hell no from mark uh hell no right there no 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 so I, I think we've got some smart people in the chat all saying no and i would agree with that i think the answer is no it affects or makes me think differently i've already kind of told my stance on how i think the matting ratings should have gone. I also think that there is nuance, as I've discussed, within the team rating compared to the... I mean, there is an algorithm. Nobody knows what the algorithm is. It's just like, why didn't Facebook's notification throw out this morning? We don't know. It's the algorithm, right? 32 minutes in, and there's still no Facebook notification. Why do maple syrup chuggers rate A.J. Brown lower than what he probably should be? I don't know but it doesn't change my mind. I think here is here's my stance on both of these wide receivers. They both have a lot to prove. A.J. Brown has to prove that he's worth $100 million. Now, that's high pressure, right? And he's got to deal with a lesser quarterback. We did establish that. Jalen Hurts is less than Ryan Tannehill. We've seen it on the field. We've seen it through the successes of each of their careers. Jalen Hurts, look, they're talking about Jalen Hurts giving him one more year and maybe drafting over him, right? So we don't know what the the future holds there. And Robert Woods was in a situation where he got traded over, right? I mean, they, and, and also signed over. They chose that they were not going to stick with Robert Woods. They decided to go, Sign Allen Robinson, the Rams did in the offseason, and they're still mulling over Odell Beckham Jr., in which they traded because they were in the spot after he tore his ACL. It does not change a bit of my mind about what the Madden ratings did on what I think about these wide receivers. I think we're going to find out in short order within this season how wrong they are. So uh, I think. It surprised me. There's no doubt about that. But like, does it have any? No, I, I I like Robert Woods a lot from what I've been able to see from him at the at the stage he is from his rehab. I think Robert Woods is as has been so far as advertised when it comes to how he's been sold to people with his off the field impact. I mean, you remember as soon as Robert Woods got traded away from the Rams to the Titans, like Cooper cup went, he didn't just go notes app. Cooper cup, like hired a graphic designer to put out a, an Instagram post with how he felt about uh, Robert Woods, Bobby trees as a leader, as a friend, as a teammate and all this kind of stuff. I think Robert Woods has been as advertised from that standpoint. So that makes me feel better about Robert Woods. Plus Robert Woods showing me what he's, what he's shown me in May and June on the field makes me feel better about Robert Woods having a week one impact. Cause you're right, Zach, right after the draft, right after the draft, when AJ Brown was an Eagle Traylon Burks, we didn't know anything about him yet. And Robert Woods, I hadn't seen him on the field. I wasn't here going like, man, I don't know what you're going to get from Robert Woods in week one against the Giants or before the schedule came out. I don't even know what you're going to see. But as I've watched Woods in five, six practices, I think he's going to be able to help this team a lot sooner than I initially thought. That's because of who Robert Woods is, not because of a Madden rating. So no, this doesn't impact my my feeling on his Madden rating or anything. I just think he's a good player and he's going to be effective for this team. 
I just go back to my statement. Uh, you, Robert Woods, I think, right now, you would think, and we talked about wide receiver one, wide receiver two. Don't you think in your gut, before training camp, Robert Woods is probably going to be a better wide receiver than Traylon Burks this year? Yeah, I mean, look. Could there, be wrong. No, no, I mean, right? Well, and, and here's, this is why the wide receiver position has so much nuance to it. Because Traylon Burks has some type of level of cheat code to him. He's 6'4", 240-ish. <laughs> but he's big, right? He's big, he's fast, he's got strong arms. And he can you can just have, say go and have him covered, throw him the ball, and he completes it for a 30-yard gain. That's not Robert Woods. Robert Woods is a more trustworthy, complete wide receiver right now than Traylon Burks will be this season. But can Traylon Burks have more stats? Sure. And I think Traylon Burks is in a position to where he could have more stats than Robert Woods. But Robert Woods will be the best wide receiver the Titans have on the roster all season. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think you said it eloquently when you said Traylon Burks has a form of a cheat code. Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, they have that cheat code. A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown has that. D.K. Metcalf has that cheat code. Uh, I mean, Terry McLaurin has that cheat code. We know all of these guys. Debo Samuel has two cheat codes, right? Like, we know these guys have that. It's how they are utilized within their offense to take advantage of it. I actually was watching, uh, it was a clip. I, I, I think this was when tight end U was in Nashville and Greg Olson went on busting with the boys. And one of the things that he said, and I saw this clip on Instagram the other day, you know, Greg Olson looked around. He was like, man, I am not as talented as anybody in this room, right? Yeah. But I have to work that much harder to overcome the cheat codes that everybody may have. And what do you know? Greg Olson had a storied career for a long, long time, was reliable, caught a ton of touchdown passes, and, I mean, really helped change the game of that tight end position, right? With his utility, his reliability, his his chip blocking skills. I mean, there were so many different things that he had to work on where everybody around him had a cheat code. It's can the, the certain individuals with the cheat code take advantage of their cheat code with the quarterback throwing them the football? Yeah. And Hertz and Tannehill are a part of this conversation. They just are. Yeah, they are, but... I, I think Ryan Tannehill, and, and maybe we can save. I've again, I, I have stats that prop up Ryan Tannehill from the negative narrative he's had on his back all offseason. And I want to get to those at some point. And maybe it's later this week. Maybe it's early next week uh, as training camp kicks off. Hey, look, how about this? Uh, Mike Vrabel opens training camp with a press conference one week from today. So that's, so we're getting a lot closer. So, but I've got some stats in my back pocket for Ryan Tannehill that hope I don't know if they'll make Titans fans feel better or, or what. But yeah, Traylon Burks has a has big shoes to fill and he's got to fill them fast. And Robert Woods does too. And I feel pretty good about where Robert Woods and I think Austin Hooper is also a big part of this picture as well. Yeah, I think Tavares's comment right here leads us into our next topic, which okay. is I'm excited about Woods and Burks. So at the beginning of the show, I, and I stand by this, right now it seems like the Titans wide receiving core is subpar. I, that, that, that makes sense to me now. 
I think the unique part about this subpar wide receiver core, it can change very quickly, very rapidly into, I don't think it will ever get to a great wide receiving core this year, but I do think that it has the ability to get to an above average wide receiving core. I think, you know, with, with Burks coming on and utilizing his cheat code and Woods with the chip on his shoulder, the addition of Kyle Phillips coming in and being a, a guy you can rely on with, I know Austin Hoover plays tight end and you have Derrick Henry that helps the passing game with play action. I, I'm excited too. I'm excited to be proved wrong that the paper is not true, right? You have on paper and then you have when the lights shine. Well, it's, it, it's if we didn't see the ugly of Traylon Burks in rookie minicamp and OTAs, how, how much different? It's fair. It's fair. I mean, because it was as bad. It was as bad as it could possibly be. It was disastrous. And and we didn't see Isaiah Wilson in OTAs and rookie minicamp because it was COVID and there was no such thing for anybody. So we just had to wait to see his fat ass until August. Can you imagine? Like I remember standing next to Teron Davenport on the practice field in mid-August. Like this is like maybe week three of camp, and it was the COVID year. And I'm standing next to TD. And we're looking at Isaiah going through like just getting in his in his uh in his stance and his his butt was way above his head. And like that's if you know anything about leverage or strength or offensive line play, that's not how that works. And we just looked at each other, didn't say a word, we just exhaled and shook our heads. Like this dude's got a long way to go. So the Trillin Burks thing was different because I would like. Yeah, after the initial asthma stuff happened, when he was still practicing and they were limiting his reps, like whenever he did a rep, it didn't look bad. It, he looked explosive. He looked big and strong. It's just he couldn't do another rep after that for a few minutes. And so you like time should fix that, right? Like I, I talked about this with bone and joint. I, I was in great running cardiovascular shape. I ran three times a week. And then I have my plantar fasciitis. So I took a month off of running and went to the beach, drank eight, blah, blah, blah at the beach. And then I started running again and I'm like, Oh God, I, I've lost a lot. Like, so it takes time to get back to that. And I think Traylon Burks can fix those things. Be better. <laughs> and Donald says time and mixing in a salad is what Traylon well, Burks look, says. I seven weeks. He's had seven weeks. I told him, Go to move to Dallas, find Derrick Henry and Fitz Sanders and start running hills. Change your diet. He had an Austin, and I will hold him to this. He got paid millions of dollars. He signed his contract. He is a Tennessee Titan. When he left minicamp, when they broke minicamp for seven weeks, that was all he needed. That was, he could erase every single bit of missed practice, asthma thing, all of that. He can erase that by coming out back in seven weeks. I mean, look at Buck. In seven weeks, you can transform your body. <laughs> uh, I cannot wait to. We're going to see Buck uh, tomorrow night at his bowling event. I can't wait to see. I, the last time I've seen Buck in person, he was probably pushing 240 he was about 238 he's 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 in the 220s now we'll see how close to 220 he is i saw him i saw him at the airport and he he wasn't at you know in an out burger or he, he he was standing there he wasn't 
looking at at food or anything. So I think he's he, if if Buck can do it, Burks can do it. There you go. That, that's the new that's the new slogan for training camp. But let's let's talk more about Traylon Burks because uh, I'm curious about this. What do we think his Madden rating should be uh, as a rookie, and 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 what's the ceiling for Burks? as a Madden rating rookie, but first Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. This is a tough question. What's yeah, not a tough, tough question, question is where you need to go to get your next vehicle. And that answer is Wilson County Hyundai. WilsonCountyHyundai.com, quick trip down I-40, exit 236. The Hyundai Palisade is sleek. It has third row seating. It is a full-size SUV. It can save you money in the carpool lane when you're not driving a minivan because it has all the bells and whistles. It's fuel efficient. It is a great vehicle. Both Austin and I have test driven the Hyundai Palisade, the Sonata, four-door sedan, the Elantra, the Tucson, the Santa Fe. Those are all fuel efficient vehicles. And if you don't want a fuel efficient vehicle, you can buy the Ionic because it doesn't take fuel. It is battery powered, battery operated right there. You could plug that bad boy in and fly for miles. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. You can order the Ionic online, but reach out to Payne Bone. He'll hook you up with a great deal, him, him and his team, at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. It is eSports, the Major League Baseball All-Star game tonight, and I'm actually going to do this because I usually don't pay any attention to the Major League Baseball All-Star game, but BetMGM is giving, giving everybody a risk-free $25 bet on the MLB All-Star game. It's easy enough. All you got to do, log into your app or sign up using our code ATOZ Sports because you get a risk-free bet up to 1000 bucks when you sign up using our code ATOZ Sports. So what you do, you place any type of bet up to 25 bucks on uh, the MLB All-Star game, and it's risk-free, meaning if you lose it, you get it back in 25 bucks. So why not? Uh, I'm going to jump in on the All-Star game tonight with BetMGM. So, Zach, what do you think Traylon Burks' Madden rating will be as a rookie? Because you, you know these things better than I do. Well, and Mark Jones is correct. Ratings get adjusted in season based on production. And yeah. the other thing, look, I've been playing Madden for a very, very long time. Rookies, they never give big grades to, right? So they never rank them very, very high, regardless if you're the number one overall pick in your quarterback or if you're a wide receiver, the sixth wide receiver taken in the first round, which Burks is. So let's go through. Clayton Smith says 62, or excuse me, 72. Uh, Teddy Wapp says 78. 78 from Donald. 75 from Derek, 88 from Lou Man. So he's high. He's not going to be an 88, Lou. No. Uh, Tighten up says 76. 73 ceiling is an 80. 81 from Mark Jones. 78 from Yuri. 73 is cool. Earned it. Noah says 74. Ronnie says 75. 68 from Travis. Uh, 74 from Nick. So those are some of the numbers flying in there. In the 70s, Traylon Burks is in the 70s. I, I don't know what his rating is, but he is in the 70s. That's where he should be. That's where he should start, at least. Not necessarily where he'll finish. You know, you take in consideration that usually the best rookie wide receiver is either a 79 or an 81. Well, That's so usually let's go off of last year. Uh, last year... Jalen Waddle was the highest rated rookie, I think, wide receiver. I'm going to click on this link. Uh, Kyle, well, if you count Kyle Pitts as a wide receiver, he was an 81 overall uh, there. Trevor Lawrence was 
I think you uh, have to count, count Kyle Pitts as a wide receiver. Yeah. yeah so the NCAA 81. did. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, so he was an 81. Jalen Waddle was a 76. Um, I don't have anything on where uh, Jamar Chase is. So uh, off of this initial link, I'm on EA.com. So, uh, so he was not a part of the highest rated rookies, but 76 was the highest rated wide receiver behind Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts and Trevor Lawrence were the only two guys over a 76 in the class last year initially. Yeah, so I, I would say 71. I was going to say 72. Is there but, a conditioning rating? <laughs> it may be higher because, again, you have to take into consideration how much a starting wide receiver will bring your offensive rating down if there's 71. Yeah. So I, I'll I'll agree with you with 72. Yeah. I, I, I probably was a little too low because yeah. you have to take, again, it's algorithm. I have to take that into calcul uh, in, in consideration. I 72. Yeah. That would and, be my uh, guess. Donnie says Jamar Chase is an 87. I thought, yeah, this year Jamar Chase is an 87, but last season he was under a 76 going into his rookie year. Well, so, and Nav 54 saying Burks got a 73. I haven't seen the rating, so I mean that would make sense, right? I mean, we're not far off. I mean, it's low 70s. Well, I might just I might have something. I did not know these were out. Um wait. These are predictions, so it's not. So I'll see what this, you know, gamer journalist uh, has <laughs> has predicted. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson is an 82 is the highest. We've got wide receivers, Drake London, Chris Olave uh, at 76 um, overall. Still scrolling. Those were it. So he didn't. So he, he'll be below a 76 for sure. So I think I we're think right 70, in the range. He's going to be a 71, 72, or 73. That's, that's right where he should be. Yeah. And so, look, we can talk more about Burks, and I can't wait to see what he looks like next week on the actual practice field for training camp. So a lot to anticipate when it comes to Traylon Burks uh, in the next week or so. All right, Zach, let's switch gears. We need everybody's help. We're all in one big team for Tuesday Sports Trivia. We went 9-1 and last week in our trivia reset. We got 10 more questions. Let's see if we can stack nine and one weeks on top of each other for Tuesday Sports Trip. And Tuesday Sports Trivia is always presented by BrentwoodImprint.com. If your company, if your brand, if you're an employee for a company that needs new swag, whether it's gear that you want to wear, office supplies, coolers, tumblers, mugs, whatever it might be, go BrentwoodImprint.com. Go local. They can elevate your business and your branding. Again, BrentwoodImprint.com. Uh, Charles is a great dude. Uh, talking with him uh, throughout over the last several months and how he runs his business, locally owned and operated. So don't just go big national company for your brand. Go local with BrentwoodImprint.com. So, Zach, it is time for Tuesday Sports Trivia. Uh, let's get this thing rolling. Where are we starting today? We are starting with Mom, Apple Pie, and Presidents. Which team won the World Series one month before the assassination of John F. Kennedy? Which team won the World Series one month before the assassination of John F. Kennedy? 
Was it the Yankees, Dodgers, Reds, or Pirates? Yankees, Dodgers, Reds, or Pirates? So I've told this story many times. Both of my parents were in Dallas-Fort Worth in elementary school when JFK went through. All the schools got released to go see the president. One of the things that both of my parents said as young kids, that you could see the line where his makeup was in his neck. And 15 minutes after they saw JFK, he's dead. Crazy. I don't know what year that was. Fifty-seven. My parents were born in forty-eight and forty-seven, so it's Stacey, not that. Stacy says Yankees. Jason says Dodgers. Scott says Yankees. It was sixty-four, sixty-three. I mean, Yankees won a lot during that era. We're going to have to submit something. All right, let's just go. Uh, I say we go Yankees. You going to lock it in? Final A to Z. <sighs> well, close. JFK's assassination took place on November 22nd, 1963. One month prior, the Dodgers embarrassed the Yankees mm. four games to zero. Sandy Koufax was the MVP of that series. Won Damn. two games and struck out 23 Yankees. Sandy Koufax pitched two out of four World Series games. <laughs> yes. Different era, man. All right, 0-1 hole. Not where we wanted to be, but we can climb out of it. Wow, and these are tough. Uh, yeah. In 2007, Detroit quarterback John Kitna was sacked 51 times to lead the league. It was still 25 sacks short of the season record set in 2002 by which quarterback? David Carr, final A to Z. Wow, I, I he is a part of the he is a part of the uh, multiple choice. Let's click it. Done. Carr was bruised an amazing 76 times in 2002 <laughs> with a no-name offensive line for the Houston Texans. Tony Vaselli was on that offensive line, I think. Anyway. Yeah, he was, but no name. <laughs> one name, old name. All right, one and one. A valuable running back might be one who can run, catch, and even pass the ball when tasked. Which of these running backs was the first in NFL history to throw for over 750 career yards? Oh, my. Marcus Allen, Tom Moore, Walter Payton, or Frank Gifford? It's got to be Frank Gifford, right? That's what I was thinking. Uh, Brock also says Baselli never ended up playing for the Texans. He retired. That makes sense. 750 passing yards? Frank Gifford, Walter Payton, Tom Moore, or Marcus Allen? Jason says Marcus Allen. I, I think it's got to be Gifford. Marcus Allen? The, no, that's not, not. That does not make sense. Mark says Marcus Allen. That's a lot of yards for a running back. 
Uh, I yeah, let's. I think we go Gifford. We're getting a lot of our uh, our more experienced uh, viewers guessing. <laughs> guessing Frank Gifford. Gifford makes the most sense. I agree. Let's go Gifford. Final way to Z. Frank Gifford was a career New York Giant, nineteen fifty two to nineteen sixty four. Through the uh, through for a total of eight hundred and twenty three yards with 778 of those as a running back. Where'd the other ones come from? <laughs> I guess the halfback pass was a lot more prevalent back in that time. All right, so we're two and one. July 25th, 1930. We all remember it like it was yesterday. This date pitted the Philadelphia Athletics against the Cleveland Indians, which baseball first was seen in this game. Which baseball first was seen in this game? 24 home runs were hit. Athletics pulled off two triple steals. It was postponed due to rain or a no-hitter was thrown while giving up 16 walks. (laughs) (laughs) It's a pretty good question. July 25th, 1930, Athletics versus the Indians. Which baseball first was seen in this game? 24 home runs were hit. Athletics pulled off a triple, two triple steals. It was postponed due to rain, or a no-hitter was thrown while giving up 16 walks. I mean, I mean, it's gotta be the last one, right? Like, that's so freaking specific. Like. There's no way that was the first rain delay. (laughs) Because what? Why would, why would 1930 be the first rain delay? That makes, there's no like reasoning behind it. TV. Like what? No, you, you do, you delay for rain because of the playing field conditions, not because of anything technology wise. Maybe that could have been it. Roy says rain delay because radio. There, that that's a good. What does radio have to do with rain delay? Yeah, that's fair. This is a hard one. I mean, it's extremely hard. They just said they they just played ball through the rain in the eighteen hundreds. They just didn't care. I have no idea, man. Uh, Does anybody feel twenty four home runs, two triple steals? Ah. No hitter or rain. Maybe Roy says rain delay because the radio wanted to broadcast it, and and that was a dangerous thing to broadcast in the rain. But like, you had radio during war. Then the rain. Yeah, bullets are greater than raindrops. (laughs) Um, we need to lock something in. Let's go with the let's go with the sixteen walks. 16 walks, final A to Z. Well, both answers were wrong. Under the arms of managing great Connie Mack, the Athletics pulled off in the first and fourth inning against the Indians two triple steals. I don't even know what that means. It's pretty pretty incredible. (sighs) Ah. All right. So what are we? Two and two. We got to get this. Next question. 
Which kicker set a record in 2007 by kicking 74 extra points in a season? Mike Vanderjack, Nick Folk, Josh Brown, or Steven Goskowski, who I've played basketball with. So Patriots kicker from 2007, that was the uh, Tom Brady, Randy Moss year because they lost the Giants. Yep. That in the Super Bowl of 08. So who was the Patriots kicker in 07? I think Goskowski was, that's before him. Yeah. So I don't think it's Goskowski. I think it's Mike Vanderjack. Mike Vanderjack? The drunk kicker. No. Well, I guess it could have been the, could have been the Colts. Yeah. It's that that idiot, that idiot kicker. Yeah. Peyton Manning called him. Liquored up. But. I mean, that would check out. played a long time. He played like almost 20 years. Hmm. Dude. He played like 16 years. 07 was Goskowski. We're getting. Uh, so I think it's either Vanderjack or Goskowski. I think we go Goskowski because they went to the Super Bowl. And that was that was Tom. I mean, Tom Brady's had Tom Brady. That was Tom Brady's record setting year with Randy Moss, where he caught 23 touchdowns. Titans Kyle right, saying it's let's, Guskowski. let's lock it in. Final A to Z, your, your boy, your basketball buddy. The New England kicker was only in his second season, 74 of 74. Okay. Steven Guskowski. All right. So we're back at three and two. Wait. So he was in his second season. He came in in 2000. And he only played 20 years. <laughs> That's not how math works. It's he hasn't played and he didn't play last year. It's for his last season was 20. So how many years? He played 15 years. <laughs> it's not quite 20, Zach. It was five. It was close. It's, it's not, <laughs> Round up. It's not quite how math goes. All right, but Zach, we're three and two, which means we have answered five questions. So now this is question number six. <laughs> which U.S. president was residing when Joe DiMaggio amazed the baseball world with his 56-game hitting streak? U.S. Grant? Ulysses S. Grant, Lyndon Johnson, Millard Fillmore, or Franklin Roosevelt? Millard Fillmore is such a funny name. U.S. president residing when Joe DiMaggio hit 56 hit, had his 56-game hitting streak. Ulysses S. Grant, Lyndon Johnson, Millard Fillmore, or Franklin Roosevelt? I think it's I think it's LBJ. I'm between Lyndon Johnson and Franklin uh, Roosevelt, so I, but I do not know. I think it's Johnson because it was in the mid to late fifties. We've got a couple of Fillmores. I think it's Lyndon B. Johnson. You want to lock it in? I mean. It's either Roosevelt or Johnson. Let's let's go with um, Lyndon B. This Johnson. Was Franklin Roosevelt. Wait, wait. Was wait. during the war. Wait, was was Johnson after JFK? The never mind. It's Roosevelt. It's not okay. Johnson. We're we're that's different era. This set. 
This was like, I, I don't know. And I don't know. Let's I'm not go FDR. Well, and uh, FDR was dead when DiMaggio did his thing. And Jason says it's FDR. I think it's Franklin Roosevelt. My gut is FDR had Roosevelt. four terms. Like he was there for a freaking long time. That, so it hedges our bet. I, I, I'm, I'm locking it in. I don't know what it is. All right, let's go. Let's go Roosevelt. Final A to Z. DiMaggio's streak was in 1941. It finally ended on July 17th. FDR and the world would take Joe's hitting streak as one of the few positive highlights during the Japan attack on Pearl Harbor. That's It felt like war was going on. Franklin Roosevelt. All right, so now we're four and two. Four and two, last sports question. Last sports question. Let's see here. Who is the first player in history to reach 2,500 all-purpose yards in a season? Jim Brown, Eric Metcalf, Lionel James, or Stump Mitchell? Well, I thought it was going to be Eric Dickerson. So, Well, this is the first player. I don't think Jim Brown played enough games. I don't Eric, think it's Eric Metcalf. Wait, I think it's purpose. between Lionel James and Stump Mitchell. Problem is, I don't really know either of those players. All-purpose yards, right? 2,500 all-purpose yards. So yards by any means. Yeah, return yards. I think Eric Metcalf has an option here. because I don't think so return yards man like you can rack up a lot of return yards if you're catching the ball if you're doing kicks and punt returns i think it's eric metcalf and that's what the chat is you know we got brian nick uh michael lucas i think it's eric metcalf i think it's lionel james or stump mitchell Two guys again. I, I don't. You know anything about them? No, but I don't think the chat does either. <laughs> yeah, I know, but like, <laughs> I just don't think it's Eric Metcalf. Uh, that is a name that I would have known that would have been associated with this, and it doesn't ring in my brain. Again, I, think I don't have. I think it's Eric Metcalf. Final A to Z, Eric Metcalf. <sighs> Let's see here. This record was later broken by Derek Mason of the yeah. Titans. Yeah. In 2000. Yep. In his second of five seasons with the San Diego Chargers, Lionel James had, oh my gosh, this is wild. He had 1,000 rushing, 1,062 rushing yards, 2,278 receiving yards, and 213 yards in punt returns Wait, and what? balanced with kickoffs. How many receiving yards? 2,278. No, no, no. That's not right. Maybe that's with addition to the rushing yards. 
Because Derek Mason did not have that's that's well over three thousand all-purpose yards. That's not how that worked. Nineteen eighty-five. No, so that's not right. <laughs> that must have been rushing and receiving yards combined. Combined. Plus, then the return yards. How do I find? Lionel James, you say? Lionel James. Oh, that was his career NFL statistics. What? Yeah. Well, what is going on here? Now... Do you see he, what I... He had 1,500 yards from scrimmage in 85. Fifteen hundred yards from scrimmage. Yeah. So did he have another thousand yards in it says he had two thousand five hundred and thirty-five total yards in that in the okay. uh, nineteen eighty five season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he had he had two hundred and thirteen uh punt return yards and seven hundred and seventy-nine kick return yards for all purpose yards of two thousand five hundred. That's what it was. So they combined that. That's what was was in the 2,200 yards that I listed off. No, so that is correct. Yeah, so. We were wrong. What's it, our record? Uh, we're now four and three. Damn. All right, non-sports questions. Who was the first explorer to reach the North Pole? Santa. <laughs> William R. Anderson, Floyd Bennett, Richard Bird or Robert E. Perry? I want to say it's Robert E. Perry, but I do not know. Who's the first explorer to reach the North Pole? Mm. Robert E. Perry, Richard Bird, Floyd Bennett, or William R. Anderson? Scott says he's going with Bird. Brent says Perry. Uh, uh, Perry. Perry sounds wild, weirdly familiar. You can go with it if you want to. Roy says it's Bird or Perry. If I, you want to go with Perry, you can. I have zero feel whatsoever. Look, you didn't trust me last time. Trust me this time. That's fine. Let's go Perry. Okay, <laughs> we'll go Perry. Final A to Z with Perry. Hey, Robert, right? Robert E. Perry achieved the historic feat on April 6, 1909 after grueling dog sled journey over ice covered terrain. All right. So, so five and three. A few critics suggested just like everybody that Perry and his men never, ever, never actually made it to the North pole. There's always critics. All right, next question. What is the unit of currency in Russia? Somebody's going to have to get this. I do not know anything about it. The ruble? Oh. The lira? The leave? Or the drachma? Ruble. 
Ruble is. Uh, uh... <laughs> Jared says vodka. No, it's the, it's the ruble. Is that it? Yeah. Do you want to lock Final that in? Final A to Z, ruble. Yeah. The ruble has been the unit of currency in Russia for many centuries. All right. So six and three. Let's get this last one and fix our mess ups. Uh, all right. Last question. What are the names of the two stone lions in front of the New York Public Library? Prudence and integrity, patience and fortitude, honor and courage, humility and kindness. What are the two names of the stone lions in front of the New York Public Library? Prudence and integrity, patience and fortitude, honor and courage, or humility and kindness. Honor and courage make a lot of sense. Yeah, it's almost like too obvious. Right? Hmm. We're, I think we're getting, so far we've got all, three of the four. <clears throat> Honor and courage are getting the most guesses. It, it just, those are lion names. <laughs> Nobody is named fortitude. Nobody's named integrity. I mean, <clears throat> Noah says patience and fortitude. I was there three summers ago. Uh-oh. And that, Titans that, that trumps. Titans that, causes lock in patience and fortitude. That trumps it. You want to lock it in? Let's do it. Ooh, actually. Patience and fortitude were modeled by sculptor Edward Clark Potter and carved from pink Tennessee marble hmm. by the Picurillo brothers. Picarilli brothers. Wow, that was a tough one. There's a lot of C's, a lot of L's. Picarilli brothers in 1911. Patience and fortitude. That was a good, strong finish. Yeah, we needed that one. <clears throat> we needed that one. We got out of a couple different holes there to finish seven and three, which with our nine and one last week brings us down at an 80% record, which is well over 73. So we're, we're still in a good spot here with our Tuesday sports trivia. Don't forget, go check out our friends at brentwoodimprint.com for any of your gear needs, whether it's gear you wear, gear you carry, gear you use for your office supplies, go check them out, brentwoodimprint.com. They're our Tuesday sports trivia sponsor. Uh, and that kind of, that's it for today. We talked a lot about uh, the wide receiver Madden ratings uh, from this year so far that we know. We'll talk more about Traylon Burks as we get closer and closer to training camp. There's a, a former first round pick is on a podcast talking about how he didn't mesh with Mike Vrabel. That's what I'm going to listen to today to see if we can have something for tomorrow within a good conversation there. So we'll see you guys later on, but don't forget, subscribe to our YouTube channel. That is where all of our great uh, Titans training camp coverage will live next week when we're out there at practice covering that. Also, Buck Rising live tonight, A to Z Sports Primetime on these same live channels. Hopefully, Facebook will send out a live notification for Buck's show tonight, like they didn't do it for us. Uh, but we'll be live uh, tomorrow morning on a Wednesday for Shade. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. Talk to you later. Adios.